Blog Talk Radio. Stand by. Okay, praise God. I was supposed to be on yesterday. Um, thank the Lord. I, God is good. I had to go to the hospital, and God turned that into a blessing. And I'm grateful that I'm okay. God is good all the time. Uh, and that's why I wasn't on uh, yesterday. I was supposed to be on. But if you go to my website and you go to www.livedeliverance.com, go to Facebook. We got a lot going on in the spirit realm, and the Christians are missing a whole lot. They're missing because they don't study the Bible. You can get deceived. And I guess you may say, why is this, this brother saying the same thing over and over and over? Well, I have to obey God. If you don't get it, I'm going to have to keep saying it until you get it. It's amazing that Christians like certain things. They like to hear what they want to hear. They don't read the Bible. I knew one named James Jones. He told me that Stonewall Jackson was a good man. This other brother, I cut loose, Brother Paul, he told me he liked black P-U-S-S-Y right on the phone with me, obnoxious Christians. He said that he didn't want to talk about politics. He wanted to talk about demons. Well, politics is demons, and there's a lot of deception out here, a lot of deception going on, a lot of false prophets, false preachers, lavish lifestyles. But this is the year that they get called out. Also, you so-called Christians, and I don't classify you as a Christian if you say you're an evangelical. We talked about that. Mr. Trump got hit with 83 million. He's going to get hit in a couple more days with 370 million. And I was at the hospital, and I was there. I had to uh, get some blood work done for me. And I was talking to just, I felt sorry for her. And the Lord began to show me how ignorant people are. And so I was looking on the news. And she was reading the Bible when I saw her. And so she came in the room, and she saw Joe Biden. She said, well, Donald Trump's going to fix it. I said, when are you reading that Bible? Yes, I'm a Christian. And I said, how can you be a Christian and you supporting a rapist, I mean, a, 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 a sexual assaulter? He's been guilty of sexually assaulting a woman, sexually assaulting a woman. He's been guilty by paying off $100,000 to another woman. You know, where's his wife? Why he's running around trying to get back we rely on the president. Where's she at? I'm going to tell all of you Christians. I cut two of them off. One told me that he didn't want to talk about politics. He wanted to talk about demons. I bet not ever have him call me no more. I bet not ever see him, really. Because he would have said that how much time we labored for this idiot. And he got mad. Some of you Christians really want this Donald Trump. You know what? You don't have discernment. You can't tell wrong from right. And it's ignorant how... Christians can get together and believe in Jesus and get separated and can't see the demons in both of these political parties. I said both of them. But Trump is the one that's not hit on so hard because I've never seen a president act like this and people still want to go vote for him. You know, this is pitiful. If you go on my site, please go to www.livedeliverance.com. And when you go there, go to Facebook, and you're going to be able to see Pastors in Africa making people go eat grass like they're going to get healed. That's not in the Bible. Another 
pastor, he'd do deliverance by throwing a picking a person and throwing them in the chair. Then you had another one, he was faking, uh, thinking that he's raising someone from the dead, and you've seen the person breathing in a casket, and people are looking for miracles when man are making it themselves, and they're phony. They're not real. And this is where we're at in the United States. I'm going to hit hard on you Republican Christians, and you Democrat Christians. You better start serving a God. I'm hitting hard tonight, hard hitting, because I have to. The Lord told me, I need you as a mouthpiece. Why don't you Christians read the Bible? How come you can't? And then when you read the Bible, uh, uh, get the Holy Spirit to give you discernment. Go through some trials and tribulations. I've suffered a lot. If you don't suffer, no man will see God without fearing God or without holiness. And today, we have pastors that's doing some serious Serious thanks to people. Heavenly Father, we come in your holy name, Jesus of Nazareth, and how God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. Lord, I ask that you bring forth this teaching by the leading of the Holy Spirit and use measure oracle. Open up the eyes and ears of those who have been dumb and deaf in spiritual things. Let them see the reality of truth in the holy name of our Lord and Savior, we pray. We bind up all demonic forces of religion. We bind up spirits of hate, politics and spirits. We bind up the slave-whooping spirit, the Republican slave-whoopers. And we bind up the Democrat, the dem, dem, Democrat, dumb Democrats. We bind up the stupidity independence party i bind up every political party that man made because it's not of god and father i lift up your word not no republican not no democrat not no independent we give you glory and honor in jesus name amen there are people been calling me and asking me to come speak uh at their church on behalf of the democratic party i can't i can't do that i told them no i'm not doing that i don't teach it i don't teach that political asylum though james jones the one who told me that Stonewall Jackson was a good man, he told me that the Republican Party is a Christian party. They were talking about Jesus. That's how ignorant people are. And I was, so, I was very surprised that this brother Paul, that I didn't come to my house, he told me, because I've been hitting on him ever since, he told me he didn't vote for Donald Trump and the Holy Spirit said so he lied. He a staunch Republican. I, I was checking on him four or five years ago. I've always been watching him. Then he, the same Christian, told me he'd go down to Jamaica and get some of that black P.U. boo-boo-boo. He's a white brother-in-law telling me that in my face. I didn't never liked that. That was very just, he got too comfortable with me. You see, this is where we at now. God don't want any of you to be deceived. Let me say this again. The Lord does not want any of you to be deceived. And if you become deceived, you'll be, believe anything. Jesus said something very, very important. Jesus says in Matthew 24, verse 4, And Jesus answered said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. See, can't nobody deceive me because I read the Bible. God is tired of these phony pastors taking your money. I keep saying this over and over. I went out of you guys and another. And then the Lord told me I see a lot of Christians, they pick certain churches. 
They don't want nobody to do rebuking like me. They don't want to sit up under me. They want to sit on the mess. Okay, no, it ain't okay. You're in sin. Deal with it. They, they, they don't want that. They want a feel-good message. Teach to me smooth things. And God has certain passages in the Bible about these pastors that's going to have to pay a serious, serious, serious price. If you go to my site, go to www.livedeliverance.com. And when you go there, look at all the, the preachers that I, I done found out that the crazy stuff, especially the ones in Africa. Kenneth Copeland, he couldn't even quote the scriptures, we rouse not against flesh and blood correctly. And I dare you. Well, Lord, I saw all that fakeness. I saw demons straight in his eye. 87-year-old idiot that will go straight to hell for teaching prosperity. Now, I don't know where Benny Hinn went, but he said he didn't want to leave this earth being a, a prosperity ministry. These people are not Christians, okay? Andrew J. Scott, Greater Works International Ministers, taking all y'all money down there in Jamaica. He ain't taking mine, so I, I ain't never given nothing. I've always watched that. Sacrificial offerings. Do a little, just because somebody do healing, that don't mean you, you, you're going to go to heaven. Lord, Lord, have we cast out demons? He do a little word of knowledge, teach out of an amplified Bible that anybody can believe. He ain't got to study to believe that. Just read the scriptures and write it out and entertain people. I, I, I watch everybody. And I had enough of him when he coming out talking about there are three scriptures that can heal you for covert virus. Instead of giving the people the scriptures, he want to charge and charge you some money to give you three scriptures. And the scriptures had nothing to do with a diabetic, uh, not diabetic lie, nothing to do <laughs> with a covert 19, just a lie. You've got to stop believing these lies. You need to open up the book. Now, God doesn't want anybody to be deceived. And God says some very strong things about pastors who do this. Let's look at Zechariah chapter 11. Now, I'm Bible. Give me Bible. Ain't no NIV. I don't use that. I throw it away because that's messed all up. I don't use amplified version. That's watered down. You ain't going to get no revelation with that. Just natural understanding. Just because a person gets word of knowledge for two or three people and prophesies something, that don't mean that they're close to God. The gifts of God come in without repentance. That don't mean nothing. Lord, Lord, have we not cast out demons? Have we done all this in thy name? See, these men are after money. That's all they want. They want your money. But see, I ain't in, I'm not in this for money. I'm in this because call to be a teacher on the internet. I don't even like the word apostle. No, everybody want to be apostle. Call me Brother Emmett. I know what I am. I don't need to hear no title with that. I'm sent to do radio, but that don't mean anything. I can go to hell just like you can go to hell. But God has some strong words about these pastors. Let's look at one of them in Zechariah chapter 11, verse 15 through 17. Amen? All right, we're going to go to Zechariah the book of Zechariah, chapter 11, verse 15 through 17. And the Lord said unto me, Take unto thee yet the instrument of a foolish pastor. There is nowhere in the Bible for a special offering or sacrificial offering. It's impossible. King James Version, you are bought with a price. Because in 1 Corinthians 6.20, Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, not by your pastor, 
The Holy Ghost didn't come by your pastor. And pastors like to take credit, my spiritual son. I ain't nobody's spiritual son. I never said that about uh, 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 Sister uh, uh, Durden. I never said that about Brother Tommy. I never took credit. I said, the Lord taught you very well. Can't nobody teach you about the Holy Ghost. These pastors are so caught up in recognition, they want to call you a spiritual son. And then I noticed that they keep you up under their ministry four, five, six, seven years, training you. That's foolishness. The Bible says, for ye are bought with a price in 1 Corinthians 6.20. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, not the pastor. Too many of you are looking up to the pastor, honoring the pastor, and you're worshiping a human being. This same pastor down in Jamaica telling people who to marry, who not to marry, that's not his job to tell people that. Did anybody tell him who married his wife? You don't tell nobody that. I'm going to call all y'all like I'm sick of you. Foolish pastor. I don't feel none of you now. You can bring your, you, you come to the United States with your armor bearer. You're going to get an AK-47 time you put up in my yard. Open, fire right up on you. I will do it. Because I ain't going to have nobody to threaten me and get angry at me, you know, because I'm teaching the truth. That's your problem. I'm just calling you out. God is sick of it. Because you're bought with a price. So why would you got to go pay a man? and go get a special offering for a prayer. Who, where y'all get that from? That's not even in the Bible. They go to the sowing the weeping on Mark 4. They're good at that one. They sow a seed. Sow a seed. That's all they say. Sow a seed. Sow a seed. Sow a seed in delivering demons. Then they cast a little bitty spirit out here or there, and a little word of knowledge, and then he wants to be recognized, and after that, the money coming. Since he did that, y'all going to go give him some money. Don't do that. Don't do that. Pay your tithes. If you ain't growing, if the pastor controlling you, get out of that church. And I'm saying, come out of these churches, wherever you're at. Come out of them. I don't go in churches, and don't call me to me to teach on a Sunday because I don't, I don't, I don't work that way. I, I don't. Some people say that because of the new Jesus add new new testament, he added new commandments, and he he left out the Sabbath. To me. Jesus says he's Lord of Sabbath, so how can he leave something out when he's uh, clarifying that he's a Lord over that day? But this is what happens when people don't read the word and meditate and suffer to get revelation. Revelation not going to come free. And this is what happens when people don't read the Bible. So here in Zechariah chapter 11 verse 15 through 17. And the Lord said unto me, Take unto thee yet the instruments of a foolish shepherd. For lo, I will rise up a shepherd in the land which shall not visit those that be cut off. Neither shall seek the young one, nor heal that, nor heal that that is broken, nor feed that standeth still. But he shall eat the flesh of the fat and tear their claws in pieces. God is going to do a lot of damage to these men. Tilton. And a lot of Jamaican pastors are flying over here to see Creflo Dollar and want to be part, get clicks with him, and that they find out how much money you got. Then they're saying, well, you come on fly to my church, and then I'll give you a piece. You got T.D. Jakes running around here and talking about this is how it works. You tied to God, God gets a cut, and I get a cut. These are hustles, okay? Hustles. Prosperity ministry, it is not in the Bible. There are many ways that you can classify prosperity. 
And God says, woe to the idle shepherds that leadeth the flock. The sword shall be upon his arm and upon his right eye. Arms shall be clean, dried up, and his right eye shall be utterly darkened. God is going to shut these men down. Anytime that you call yourself a minister and all you want to do is take folks' money, ain't no way that I'm going to come to someone and lay hands on me and tell me to give them some money. Are you crazy? Because I know you're bought with a price. I don't have to pay for healing. And this is why I, I totally come up against this type of a doctrine. And a lot of people are so controlled by their pastors. It's witchcraft. God doesn't want that. The Jewish encyclopedia recorded about false, 40 false messiahs who had come to Jesus' people after Christ. God does not want that. The Bible speaks of truths, and you need to know these truths. Because if you don't know these truths, you're going to get wiped off by this pastor who's entertaining you, sounding good, dressed real nice, getting airplanes. And one of these pastors, I think Tilton, they said he was getting the prayer requests and throwing them in the trash can. I don't want no prosperity minister laying hands on me. I don't really let nobody lay hands on me at all. Evangelist Janice Taylor can, Pastor Earl White can, Pastor Steve Lee can, Candace Durden can, Sister Deborah Marshall. But that, that, I'm not going no further. That's all I'm going. And it is very, very sad. Very, very sad to allow people to be deceived. Very, very sad. Now, I promised someone that I was going to call them. So what I'm going to do is stop, call this brother, and let him know that I'm on air because that's my fault. I promised him that I was going to call him, and I'm going to keep my promise. So what I'm going to do is ask you to give me a chance to call this brother live because All right, now I'm back on live again, and now I'm back on where everybody can see me, and I can bring the word so this brother can hear me. So what happens is that when you don't know the Bible, they are dependent on you to don't know the Bible. So if you got something like that, and if you pastors out here doing this, let me give you Zechariah chapter 11, verse 15 through 17 again. I hope that puts the fear of the Lord in you. See, this is lust of vindication. There are three things that can happen to a man of God that can bring his downfall. Pride, lust of vindication of money, and sexual sins. I guarantee you those three things that the devil will come at any pastor. And I want you to know every pastor can sin just like you. All of my members, no, don't look up to me. I'm, I'm, I'm sin. I'm a sinful man. I'm just saved by grace. I don't like sin, but don't, don't look up to me. Look up to Jesus and read the word for yourself. If you get a pastor that's not feeding you with the word of God, that can send you to hell. Don't let nobody send you to hell. At least send yourself to hell by studying and don't live it. But don't let no human being send you to hell. 
because God does not like these type of pastors. If you go to www.livedeliverance.com after I get off air, and if you go on, on on my Facebook, you will see. You will see what these pastors are doing in in Africa. They making people eat grass to say they're gonna get healed. They picking people up and throwing them on chairs, saying that's how you're gonna get healed. Even got nerves to take a woman, go up on the woman's dress and pull her panties down. Jesus never did nothing like that. You see, money can really shut off your anointing. Jesus is the Son of God. He had not a place to lay his head. Prosperity is health. Prosperity is understanding the Bible. Yes, God wants you healthy, and he would love you to have a good job and stuff. That's good because he wants to meet your needs, but not want you to get rich. Because when you're rich, you fall into many temptations. And I'm going to get into that also. And I'm also going to show you that it's very bad out here because we got to we, – the days are just like that of Noah, but I'm seeing them in the church, man. Oh, my God, it's pitiful. So as God says in Zechariah chapter 11, verse 15 through 17, And the Lord said unto me, Take unto thee yet the instruments of a foolish shepherd. That's a pastor. For lo, I will rise up a shepherd in the land which shall not visit those that be cut off. Neither shall seek the young one, nor heal that that is broken, nor feed that that standeth still. But he shall eat the flesh of the fat and tears that claw in pieces. Woe unto the idle shepherds that leadeth the flock, the sword shall be upon his arm and upon his right eye. His arm shall be clean, dried up, and his right eye shall be utterly darkened. Do not put your trust in these preachers. I tell people, put your trust in the word of God. Now, I have another scripture for you because people don't, Read the word, and they don't see that there are two types of pastors. You got good ones, and you got bad ones. I don't ask people for no money. I just say sow a seed. Sometimes I don't ask nobody for nothing, and the Lord will move on their heart to ask me. I don't say it because that's me trusting in God. I know I have to eat. If a man don't work, he shall not eat. Second Thessalonians three ten. There's a difference between working for the Lord and stealing people's money. I do not like these types of pastors. I don't like them. I never liked them because I know it's wrong. And they don't know how serious it is that they're playing with God's people. And the Lord don't want you messing with his people. Okay? Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 23. I will also break in pieces with the, the shepherd and his flock. God's, look, y'all need to come out of these pastors who... Talking about money all the time. Here come Leroy Thompson. Well, well, we we we're not we're not coming with money right now. We we we're not going to do that. We, we, and he got to keep saying it over and over to convince the people because that's what they're there for. Oh, they pastors appreciation day. That's the way to make money. If if I was a, <laughs> I wish I was a, a a soldier in the flesh. You know, it would be nice to see a pastor that rip these people off. You go up there and take a bomb and blow them up or hit them with a 9965 about a mile and a half because it's pitiful. God's going to hit them with that word. 
and God's going to deal with them. You know, when you're poor and you don't have nothing, most of these preachers, I found out, they ain't never had nothing. So they used to get in a van and let the church member call and add, if I have enough money for my settlement, I'm going to use my money to give people money back who's helped me. I'm waiting on a settlement. I used to be an aircraft mechanic. I got injured. I got injured in the military, and I got injured uh, as an aircraft mechanic. And I worked at Eastern Airlines. I also worked at Northwest Airlines. And I got injured at Northwest and re-injured my back going out to sea for global industries. Years ago, when my father got sick, I wasn't saved. And I, I, I was out there on an icebreaker, and I got hurt on starboard side of the ship with my, my back. And God used that to get me into the ministry. Now, before I was in the ministry, I was a gangster. I sold cocaine. I ran guns. I, I sold heroin. I never sold cocaine to a woman with children. I never told a woman, well, I'm going to give you some cocaine and have sex with your daughter. I don't do that. I ain't never did that even when I was in the world because I have respect for women. But these preachers, these, these, these so-called prosperity pastors, they're worse than gangsters. I bet you you couldn't get one dime from them if you fill out this form and come see me. When, when people call me, I call them back. I check on my people. I don't have too many people, but I'm getting the word of God out. Brothers and sisters, do not trust these pastors who constantly trying to hit you for your money all the time. Do they have any word of knowledge? Are they teaching you the truth of God's word? And I'm going to show you why it is important to study the Bible. Please turn to Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 23. He says, I will also break in pieces with the, the shepherd and his flock, and with thee will I break in pieces the husbandman, and his yoke of oxen, and with thee will I break in pieces captains and rulers. These people who are in authority over the church that's misusing the children of God is pathetic. Now, how they do this is with feigned words, and that's the game. They are excellent speakers. Adolf Hitler was an excellent speaker. You see, I'm a teacher. I'm not a preacher. I don't have a preaching anointing. I have a teaching anointing. I preached every now and then as the Spirit moved me, but most of it, I'm a teacher. And what happens is when you get caught up with these people, these pastors giving you statisticals that's a lie, making you feel that they're so powerful, please go to my website at www.livedeliverance.com and go to Facebook, and you'll see all these preachers. Kenneth Copeland, they later called them. He got mad. Why don't you talk to me like that? Listen, listen, listen. I love your hats. Lord, help me. You can see the lies in his eyes. Two jets. They ain't raising the dead at all. Do you help your, your people? Do you have fun? Now, before I got into full-time Internet radio, I started off at South Food Medical Center, which is closed down. And when I was at South Fulton Medical Center, I was a chaplain. And I'll show you, I still got my old badge, but I'm not there no more. This was 15, 20-something years ago. 
South Fulton Medical Center, assistant chaplain. And I got called, and it was a volunteer because I couldn't work. I was waiting on my case, and God called me, and, and that was the best time of my life was to be able to sit and study. And I'll never forget many years ago, it came recollected back into my spirit, that in 1985, I went to a Presbyterian church to see Derek Prince. I was young, and he laid hands on me. I'll never forget that. And I never heard a man teach like that because I was Roman Catholic. I never read the Bible. I didn't really understand the Bible, and I got in my late 30s and 40s. And as I grew in the Lord, and as the Lord began to show me, as I sat under some good teaching, I'm able to rightly divide the word of truth. If you go to my site, www.livedeliverance.com, please, please go to the Facebook and hit Facebook. And you'll see the most ridiculous things that these African pastors are doing to these people. Let me tell you something. Pastor's Appreciation Day is not biblical. Anniversary Day is not biblical. The Lord called us as fishermen of men, Matthew 4.19. I don't want anyone, and ever since I've been in office for 14 years as a minister on this internet radio station, I never had a special day for you all to send me some money. I'm not special. I can be replaced. There is no supporting scripture for Pastor Appreciation Day. There is no supporting scripture at all, nowhere about the First Lady. Anniversary, that's not in the Bible. And these are nothing but tricks and maneuvers for men and women to get your money. I'm not in this for money because what I teach you can't get. I don't have but, but four, five, six people who have sent a blessing to me. And I thank the Lord for those people. This, this brother, Oster, blessed me. I didn't have one dime. I didn't say one word. Not one word. I had just got through coming from getting to the uh, hospital. And uh, the food I got, it was free food because I go to, you know, uh, uh, to get it. And uh, from the VA, and it had some of that food caused to have an infection. And as I got there, I met a lady reading the Bible. And you can read the Bible, and she told me that she's a Baptist. I said, do you speak in tongues? She said, my pastor said we don't have to speak in tongues. I asked you, go to 1 Corinthians 14, 39. She said she never saw that in the Bible forbid no one to speak in tongues because we don't read. And what happens is you get caught up with these men or you get caught up with these women and you think that you're getting something, but you're getting bewitched. Oh, foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? You're being bewitched by a lot of pastors out here. Kenneth Copeland is a hustler. Jesse Duplantis is a hustler. Josh Myers is a hustler. T.D. Jakes, I don't even classify him as a preacher, just an inspirational uh, pastor. Up here with uh, uh, P. Daddy uh, dancing and having some unsaved man to put his head on, on, on his shoulder. I don't want no unsaved man putting their head on my shoulder. Dancing, and he's a bishop. He ain't, that, he ain't no bishop. He's a self-created bishop. He's a false prophet, and I will call him out. 
I don't care who he is. I'll call you out. I don't care because I'm not doing this for nobody. I, my job is to try to keep people out of hell and keep myself out of hell. But when you listen to this foolishness and then you start following them, you begin to idle them more than God. And in 1 John 5, 21, it says, My dear children, present thyself away from all idols. Now, we're going to have a lot to cover with this sermon. This is going to be a long, lengthy sermon for a couple of days because the Lord told me, you give every scripture in the Bible concerning this subject so that you won't be deceived. Amen? The Lord does not want us to be deceived. Remember that. There's another scripture in the Bible in Jeremiah chapter 25. Okay? Go to Jeremiah chapter 25 and go to verse 34, and we're going to read it all the way to verse 38. God has a lot to say about pastors who are not real. In Jeremiah 25, 34 through 38, Hollow ye shepherd, and cry, and wallow yourselves in the ashes, ye principles of the flock, for the days of your slaughter and of your dispersions are accomplished, and ye shall fall like a pleasant vessel. And the shepherds shall have no way to flee, nor the principle of the flock to escape. A voice of the cry of the shepherd and a howling of the principle of the flock shall be heard. For the Lord has spoiled their pastor. Peaceable inhabitations are cut down because of the fierce anger of the Lord. He had forsaken his covenant as the line for their land in desolate because of the fierceness of the oppressor and because of his fierce anger. God does not like these type of men. Now, I can't blame all of the men that's preaching, saying that they deceive you because you're letting them deceive you because you don't study the Bible. You see, I, I don't go to these churches when they start this foolishness. You have to have some understanding of the Bible. And make sure that you get good, sound doctrine when you read the Bible. I prefer a person to stay in Dare Prince and just read. I read three to four hours a day. I meditate. And the Lord moved on me. And as I was in the hospital, we got a split sermon. So we're going to get to the other sermon, but I got to get through this one. And maybe we'll get that one cranking up tomorrow. Because when I was at this emergency room, uh, I had found an infection, and I, I believe in healing, but I had the wrong medicine. And the Lord turned that curse into a blessing. And then God, I began to see these kids getting gunshots coming in, getting shot, 15, 17, 18. Man, we are in some serious days. you got pastors pimping people. you got pastors making up stuff, and you don't read the Bible. you got pastors on my site, again, at www.livedeliverance.com. Go to uh, Facebook and look at the uh, African pastors, what they're doing. They're making people get on their knees eating grass, taking their foot and pressing on their stomach, picking them up and throwing them, saying that's the anointing. That's nowhere in the Bible. And when you start getting caught up under that, what you are under is witchcraft, and you don't even recognize it. God does not like that foolishness. In Second Peter Chapter 2, verse 3, the Bible says, And through covetousness, 
shall they with feigned, F-E-I-G-N-E-D, feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and that damnation slumbereth not. The false teachers will commercialize the gospel. <laughs> what do I mean? They will commercialize the gospel. It's a commercialization to them. It's a business. They don't see this as a ministry. I've run by the leading of the Holy Spirit, live deliverance in that radio for 14 years since 2010. And God told me to teach my word, and I will provide your needs, not your wants. And God has done that since I've been in this ministry. God does not want you to be deceived, and God does not want you who's blessed you, he blessed you for a job, and for some low-down, false pastor, take your money that God gave you and your hard-earned money. Don't do that. These false teachers will commercialize the gospel being experts in greed, and then getting money from believers to enhance their ministries and influence lifestyle. Number one, believers must be aware that one of the chief methods of false ministers is to use F-E-I-G-N-E-D words to tell impressive but false stories or to give extravagant statistics in order to inspire God's people to give money. They glorify themselves and enhance their ministries with these fabricated stories. Thus, the underway and sincere child of God becomes an object of exportation because these ministers defile God's truth, people with greed and deceit. They are assigned to condemnation and destruction. Now, I got something else to show you. Hang on. In 2 Corinthians, Paul, here in 2 Corinthians 2, uh, 17, says, For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as of God, in the sight of God, speak we in Christ. Listen to this, 2 Corinthians 2.17. For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God. And this is what these pastors do. You don't know the word. Paul here describes preachers who were watering down the demands of the gospel to gain money, acceptance, and success. They were talented in persuasion, yet sincerely nowhere in their heart. They were greedy for money and nothing else. And God knows that. See, God knows all your thoughts. Ezekiel eleven five. He said, I know every thought. God sees what's going on. But the Lord can't stop the, the man because God gives people free will. It's up to you to study. And I find that Christians will go to these churches and put their trust in a man, but not in the word of God. Jesus can stop that if you study the word. 
I noticed that on that site, if you go on my site, livedeliverance.com, and hit Facebook and hit where I got the African pastors, notice that all these people don't have Bibles. And then in the American churches, they have the NIV, the NSBC, the RLE, the Amplified. There's no way I can teach that that, that Bible. Because it takes the rawness of the understanding of this thing in, in the King James because it's the Holy Spirit that have to reveal this to you. And they don't want to study, so they want to go an easier way. Sound good to you? Give a little couple of miracles or two and maybe setting someone in the church that's already I knew a pastor had a revival. He had twelve people from out of town, his cousins. They came in the in the church, they had rehearsed it. And it was acting like he had a demon. The Lord revealed it to me. I said, sit down. You're going to go straight to hell. Ain't nothing wrong with you. He was acting. And he looked at me. I said, you keep doing that. I, you may not get home safe. You don't know what God can do with these pe- these pastors. Robert Tilton, I'm glad he, they got him off the air. But he's still trying to hustle and get money. The worst one is Creflo Dollar. Now, I know him personally because he used to go to Fellowship of Faith Church where my pastor went on with the Lord, and uh, he had an apartment in Riverdale. I live in Riverdale. And he just walked out of there and, and won his money. If you listen to him, he has no anointing. None. He ain't teaching nothing. No revelation. Nothing. And people like it. And I want you to stop liking bow movement, tiss and dung, Second Kings eighteen twenty six and twenty seven. Stop it. Study the word for yourself. Don't let no preacher deceive you. The Bible speaks of three truths that's in the Bible. It identifies in one in John fourteen six. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Not by the pastor. Not by the first lady. And then I notice that these pastors always usher in their wife as ministries. Is it scripture to have a wife as a minister? No. Peter had a wife, but we don't know what. All we knew is that Jesus laid hands on Peter's uh, uh, mother-in-law, on his wife. On, Jesus, on Peter's uh, mother-in-law. Uh, where is it in the Bible that Jesus laid hands on Peter's wife? Okay, let's look at Matthew eight fourteen and 15. When Jesus went to Peter's house, this is Apostle Peter now. Now, this knocked out the Roman Catholic Church because they said that Peter was the first pope. And they can't get married. Well, this one was the first one he got married, and yet the rest, they don't get married. See, this, see that's religion man-made religion and Satan has assisted man with it and and someone's trying to call me and I can't right now at this time and uh, that's nowhere in the Bible but Peter has his wife Moses had a wife but she was in the ministry when Jesus went to Peter's house he saw that Peter's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a fever. Jesus touched her hand, left her. Then she stood up and began to serve Jesus. Every pastor's wife is not called to the ministry, but they'll do that. And let me tell you why they do that. 
because you, they're going to give an offering. They're always going to have an offering, always going to have. Sometimes I get on here and the Lord will tell me don't do it because I'm trying to set an example that Christianity is not based on paying people money, money. You can bless a man of God, but make sure that the man's teaching you. Make sure that you're getting the word of now that he's truly helping you. I never want nobody to give me nothing for a pastor's appreciation. I don't want nobody to appreciate me. Just love me like a brother, and I love you. We need to appreciate Jesus. And so what happens is, is that Jesus is out of the picture with these pastors. He comes out the picture. Okay, and then what happens? They start controlling you. And that's not true. In John seventeen seventeen, it says, Sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is truth. When you read the word, it's a personal relationship with God. And some pastors don't want you to read the Bible. Some want you ignorant. I don't want that with nobody that I know. Because, you know, at the end of the day, God, in 1 Thessalonians 2, 4, God has entrusted me. 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 4, King James Version. Now, let me show you something. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, that's me. That incredible dollar today. This man is dancing on money. Who anoint this money? Anoint this money, Leroy Thompson. I, I said, Lord, you should take a lightning bolt and strike them right there. They're gonna pay for that. Listen. But as we are allowed of God to be put in trust with, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, that I'm not going to do, but God, which tried our hearts. That's a true pastor's job, if you've been called, not to pray off people, not to manipulate them and take the scriptures and twist it. T.D. Jake says he's evolving and evolving. That means he's finding other sins. I'm not evolving. That's foolishness. Don't be deceived. First John 5, 6 says, That he that cometh by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood, and it is the Spirit that bears witness, because the Spirit is truth. Come out of these dead churches. You ain't learning nothing. Letting them rob you. The good shepherd is mentioned in Jeremiah 31.10. It's the good shepherd. Let's do this. <clears throat> Excuse me. King James Version, Ezekiel chapter 34. Watch this now. Pay close attention. Hang on. King James Version, Ezekiel 34, verse 11 through 31. Ezekiel 34, verse 11 through 31, King James Version. I'm going to read this to you. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I even I will both search my sheep and seek them out. They will be called out by God. And this is what's happening right now. They're getting called out. I had a Christian, I cut him off. 
He told me that Stonewall Jackson was a good man and lied on the Holy Ghost. I had another one told me, I don't want to talk about no, de- no politics. I want to talk about demons because he's the one who voted for Donald Trump. I said, how can you be a born-again Christian voting for both these people? I don't vote. You do what you have to do. I, I, I can't. I don't desire. God told me and I don't deal with it. Well, you got a right to vote. I never saw the apostles pose and vote for nobody. Not that I know of. I'm called to do this. I can't take sides. I'm a minister. I don't get into politics because politics is very close to demonic infiltration. You're allowing an unsaved man such as Donald J. Trump. Look at this idiot. And you call yourself Christians supporting a man that takes his finger and put it in some woman's vagina against her will. And you call yourself a Christian to want to support that. Eighty-three million to keep his mouth shut. He walks up out the courtroom, disrespect. This man is not no authoritative figure. He avoided the Vietnam War. But thus says the Lord God, behold, I even I will both search my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seek out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered. And God's people are scattered right now. You have put your trust in so many churches and so many denominations that you have dried yourself out. I know a man was just just drained out of churches because they just getting them for money. Four five collections. Well, this collection is for the dogs. This is this some foolishness. Have some discernment. So will I seek out my shepherds? The Lord says, and will deliver them out of the places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. Oh, it's going to happen. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter thirty four, verse thirteen. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the country and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in all the inhabitations places of the country. I will feed them in good pastures and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their foe be. They shall they lie in a good foe and in a fat pasture. Shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel? I will feed my flock, and I will cause them to lie down, said the Lord. God will deal with these men. I will seek that which was lost and bring again that which was driven away. Evangelist Janet Taylor told me she went to a Baptist church, and she ain't into the Baptist church with her husband, uh, you know, one of the relatives, and she just wanted to give respect. And she said the preacher preached, he didn't ask for no altar call, no, didn't ask nobody to give your life to Jesus. The first thing they ask is, how many of y'all want to be a member of the church? Do you hear me say, join live deliverance? Every now and then I'll say it because I'm trying to set an example that I, my ministries don't depend on how many people I get. My ministry depends on how obedient because the Bible says despise not small things. Verse 17 of Ezekiel, Ezekiel, verse 17, coming out of Ezekiel, chapter 34. Let's go to verse 17. And as for you, O my flock, thus says the Lord God, behold, I judge between cattle and cattle, between the ram and that he goats. Seemeth it smell a thing upon you to have eaten up the good pasture, but ye must tear down with your feet the residue of your pastor, and to have drink of the deep waters, but ye must 
defile the residue with your feet. And as for my flock, they eat that which ye have trodden with your feet, and they drink that which ye have folded with your feet. Therefore thus says the Lord God unto them, Behold, I even, I will judge between the fat cattle and between the lean cattle. Verse 21, Because ye have thus with sides, with shoulders, and pushed all the deceased with your horns till you scattered them aboard. People are being wore out with this foolishness. It's about to come to an end because a lot of people are getting more conscious now. Therefore will I save my flock, and they shall no more be a prey, and I will judge between cattle and cattle. And I will set up one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them, even my servant David. He shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. Now, we got a new shepherd. It's Jesus. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. And I will make with them a covenant of peace and will cause the evil beast to cease out of the land. And they shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sheep in the woods. And I will make them and the places round about my hills a blessing. And I will cause the shower to come down in his season. There shall be showers of blessings. And the tree of the fields shall yield her fruit, and the earth shall yield her increase, and they shall be safe in their land, and shall know that I am the Lord. When I have broken the bands of their yoke and driven them out of the land of those that serve themselves and serve themselves of them, and they shall no more be prey unto the heathen, neither shall they breast on the land and devour them, but they shall dwell safely, and none shall make them afraid. I will rise up for them a plant of renown, and they shall be no more consumed with hunger in the land, neither bear the shame of the heathen anymore. They're acting just like the heathens. We had a pastor here uh, telling people to walk it out, listen to Rap music, worldly music, even the Christian musicians are taking, they call it switching, where their music can be for Christians and for the world. You, uh, you, the Bible says you got to hate one another. Other. Watch this. King James Version, Revelations 3, verse 15. Watch this now. Revelations 3, verse 15, King James Version. Check it out. Here we go. Turn to turn to Revelation three fifteen. I know the works that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold or hot. So then, because thou lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spit thee out of my mouth. These musicians are having. A worship songs and praise and worship for Christians, and then they want to call crossover, and they still say take that song and take the praise and worship out of the song and put worldly lyrics to get it for the world. You can't serve two masters; you're going to hate one and love the other. And this is what's going on even with the music industry. Music industry. 
I, I, I'm very cautious of what type of music that, that's putting in my spirit. And Satan is really has infiltrated the church to get in this position that we are. But it's also your fault because you don't read the Bible. See, if you would read the word and have time with the Lord, you'll be able to see straight through that. Amen? The Bible speaks of a good shepherd in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 10. Again, the Bible speaks of a good shepherd in Jeremiah. Let's go there. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 10, King James Version. Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the isles after often say, He that scattered Israel will gather him and keep him as his shepherd does his flock. A true shepherd will not deceive you. A true one that will love you, teach you the scriptures. He don't want you looking up to him. He don't want to control you. Because that's a lot of charismatic witchcraft going on with these pastors. You know, it's so sad that when you go to churches, you see them volunteering to clean up. Did they ever give them some money? They have to drive to the church, but yet they sold a seed to that church. How come the pastor don't provide money? But he can get out that church. This one in Jamaica got out, got that big old van and waved everybody off and went on. He let you come to their house and run around. That's about the fathers. That ain't no pastor. Telling things to continue for you to get your money. That's not a Christian. Did you know that Jesus didn't have a place to lay his head? So if you caught up in this, it will send you to hell. Brothers and sisters, the time is not feasible or acceptable for this type of worship. The Lord says in 2 Corinthians six seventeen, Come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not that unclean thing. A good shepherd must stand before God. Let's look at that. A good one and a bad one. The Bible speaks of this. Why not these pastors are not telling you this in the church? They don't want you to know this. I'm going to expose them. Okay? Give me a Bible. Jeremiah chapter 49, verse 19, King James Version. Behold, he shall come up like a lion from the floodplains of the Jordan against the dwellings places of the strong, but I will suddenly make him run away from her, and whom is a chosen man that I may appoint over her, for who is like me? A pastor is supposed to emulate Christ. He's not Christ. He should do what Jesus do. Did you see anywhere in the Synoptic Gospels that Jesus told the people when he was teaching, give me a sacrificial offering so I can get you healed? But here they're doing that in this century. When the original uh, disciples that God called in the first 12 was apostles of the Lamb, which we don't have that anymore because it could never be an apostle of the Lamb. And the New Testament apostle is the apostle Paul. And Silas, the modern-day apostle, everybody called himself apostle, but they don't want to suffer. See, Satan has infiltrated the church. And what he's done is to change scriptures for entertainment. I don't do no entertainment. Scripture, I ain't got time for that. Because I'm going to get judged for everything I do. A good shepherd can stand 
before God in honesty. Let's look at Jeremiah. Give me Bible. Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 44, King James Version. Give me Bible. Give me Bible. Behold, watch this now. Behold, he shall come like a lion from the floodplains of the Jordan against the dwelling places of the strong, but I will make them suddenly run away from her. God will protect us if we come under his wings, Ruth 2.12. We got to come under the wings of God, not the wings of the pastor. Give me Bible. Give me King James Version, Ruth 2.12. I need Bible. Give me Bible. King James, Ruth 2.12. Ruth, chapter 2, verse 12, King James Version. I need Bible. The Lord recompense thy works and a full reward. The Lord recompense thy works and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God, not the pastor of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust. Now, I'm not against pastors. Before I close, because I want you saying, he's knocking out. No, let's go to Ephesians 4.11. No, I'm calling out the ones that need to be called out. The hypocrites. The ones that take your money. I don't like that. And, and I feel sorry for people. People work hard for their money. They work hard. And you're stealing the children of God's money. And if they would just study the Bible and give God a chance to teach them. Now, I'm not against pastors. So let me tell you that, because the Bible says in uh, Ephesians 4.11, and he gave some apostles, that's first, and some prophets, that's second, and some evangelists, that's third, and some pastors, that's fourth, and teachers. Evangelists, not evangelical. It says evangelists. It does not say evangelical. And Republican slave walkers. They say that they're evangelicals. God does not need no political party. And James Jones, the one who told me that Stonewall Jackson was a good man, James Jones lied against the Holy Ghost. Well, I got a scripture here for you. He don't even know the Bible, don't even fast, overeat. See, those are carnal Christians that these pastors feed off of. The Lord told me to call them, give me word of knowledge. Oh, I'm at home now. I'm at home. You've been a Christian 14 years, and you finally learned the Sabbath. It took me seven years to get this man to understand, to believe that he had believed a lie. He believed Trump won the election. Satan can convince you with a lot of things for pastors. Look good, sound good, give you scriptures, make you feel good. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give you the written word of God. Because God does not want any of you, any of you, to be deceived. Before I go, the Bible says something very important is to test the spirits. And if you don't know how to do that, you're going to be messed up. I'm going to do a teaching on testing the spirit because people need to understand when someone's telling you something, you need to be up on your game. So if someone says something, you know where it's scripture or where it's not at scripture. The Bible speaks of another Jesus, and this is what's really what's going on. This is another Jesus that's not Jesus of Nazareth, because Jesus of Nazareth never took people's money. He's, he, he said, go take the money and, and, and pay the thing, and go take the money after fish. It was enough money to get what he needed. So this is a long, spread-out sermon, because I ain't got to 
the the lust of money. I don't have the teachers. I got to give you that on the riches and how we're not supposed to be uh, driven uh, for that. God's kingdom is not based on monetary value. God's kingdom is not of this world. The kingdom lives in you. For greater than he that lives in me that he that lives in you. And if you don't feed yourself the word and you depend on the pastor, and all pastors are not called, you will be deceived. Jesus says in Matthew 24, 4, and Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. If you've been deceived tonight or today, or wherever you're at worldwide, ask the Lord to forgive you. If you don't know who Jesus is, and you've been in this church trying to search Christ, and you've been getting bamboozled or bewitched. Oh, foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? Galatians 3.1. God does not want you to be bewitched. I got another guy. He don't even speak in tongues. Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio. He called me three weeks ago. Hey, brother, you want to come back on my radio station? I said, no. Because I got on his stage, on his radio, he told me Jesus was ivory. That's not even in the Bible. Then he started calling me, telling me the punters and Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, the best president. And Donald just was Trump. even named his little boy Donald Trump. Man, go change that man's name. Now, this is supposed to be a, a deliverance minister. Don't even speak in tongues. Don't even have the Holy Ghost. Then he called me the other day. A brother open, we got a right to disagree to agree. That ain't in the Bible. The Bible says, how can two come together unless they, they be agreed upon? Amos 3.3, 3. give me Bible. Don't give me, we have a right to disagree. This is humanism. I don't like humanism. Give me Bible. Give me Bible, basic Bible. You know what that means? Basic instructions before leaving earth. That's what you need. Don't idolize these ministers. Take the time and opportunity to open that book. Ask the Lord to give you the Holy Ghost and the understanding. If you fall in sin, don't let nobody beat you. That man beat that woman. I didn't like that. The lady committed fornication. Well, you pastors, you may not fornicate, but you're doing something worse. You're stealing people's money. But yet you'll see a poor person who's struggling with fornication. Yeah, it's a sin. It's a sin against your body. All sins against our body is sinful. But no, you want to... They just wanted to beat that little, that woman. You don't do that to a person. God is to forgive. Let God do the vengeance, not you. Stop allowing these men to control your life and your walk with God. If you've been doing that, ask the Lord to forgive you. And another thing, too, the Lord said in my spirit, you don't have to tell everybody your sin. Ask the Lord. Confess it one to another to someone who you trust. Because when a person tell me they do it, I throw it away. I'm, I'm through with it because I got to worry about minds. I listen and love. They don't do that. They listen and persecute you. The Bible says there's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. God can forgive you for anything. God is a very loving God. And God's also a God of vengeance. And these preachers, God help them when they die. I don't want to stand before the judgment and to steal money from God's children. God bless you. I love you. Stay in the word. We're going to come back with some more of this good stuff tomorrow. We're going to be running this thing all week. This is just part one on this series. We haven't even got to the last days of today, how it was the days of Noah, Noah and the days of Abraham and Lot. 
and also in, in Numbers. Go read uh, Judges chapter 19. You'll see homosexuality all up in there. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the days, how the days are now, and how the earth is violent. The earth was violent in Genesis 6, 11. We're going to talk about all of that. And we ain't through with these preachers. But this time's up. I don't want to overfeed you. I just want to give you enough to merge and chew on. And then we're going to come back with this thing tomorrow. May the Lord Jesus of Nazareth bless you. If you have fallen and, and, and committed a sin, the Bible says it we confess our fault, that Jesus is just and able to forgive us for all unrighteousness. I don't like nobody beating nobody upside the head when they sin. I ain't never liked it there. I remember a young gentleman, a, a, a Jewish guy named Rabbi. He led me to the Lord. I got saved by a Jew. And he was so kind and so compassionate with me. I was struggling in my early days with the Lord. I didn't know the Lord the way I know. I was struggling with heroin. I was struggling with rejection. And that man loved at me just as Christ loved at me. And he forgave me. Don't let no human being judge you but the Lord. Don't let no, well, you didn't sin. Well, we all sin. You remember when Jesus uh, said, he that's without sin cast the first stone and he ministered to Mary Magdalene? Don't let nobody persecute you if you made a mistake. We all sin. All his sin all came short of the glory of God. I'm not trying to justify sin because I know in Romans 6, 1 says that we continue sin. No, but the flesh is a struggle. The flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit lusts against the flesh. They're contrary one to another. This is why God has given us grace. I'm not trying to say stay in sin. I'm trying to say stay with Jesus because the problem that Adam and Eve had, they ran away from God, and that's what the devil wants. Come back to the Lord. If you want to rededicate your life to the Lord, do that. Stop putting your trust in these pre uh, preachers. Pray this prayer and repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I ask that you forgive me for all of my sins, known and unknown. I ask that you come into my life, Lord. Forgive me for the sinful things I've done. If we confess Jesus with our mouth, the Bible says, Thou shalt be saved, Romans 10, 9. I ask that you confess Christ as your Lord and Savior. Come listen to me on the Internet. You don't have to join. You can be a member now. If you become a member, I'm going to call you. I'm going to work with you. It's like a church, but it's in your house. Did you know a lot of people don't realize before I close is that Churches wasn't formed in these buildings in the early days of Christianity. And this is where I believe that God is going to bring us back to this. Because what we're seeing in the churches, I don't see nothing. I don't even go in them. I don't go in them. In Acts one twelve, they returned they unto Jerusalem from the Mount called Olives, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. Not Sunday. In Acts one thirteen, and when they were come in, and they went up into a upper room, of where about both Peter and John, and John and Andrew was, they got filled with the Holy Spirit in the upper room. Did you know that the Apostle Paul he rented out a hired house? There wasn't no church building when Christianity first started. Do you know that Jesus always spoke? He spoke on the Mount of Olives, but everywhere he was, he was in the synagogue. He spoke in the synagogue. Did you know that 
the Apostle Paul, according to Acts chapter 20, verse 20, and how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house. Here in Acts chapter 28, verse 30 and 31, Paul rented out a house and preached the Bible. He didn't have the computers that I do. I'm preaching the Bible and the teaching right out of my house, just like Paul did. And I really believe that God will use the Internet. Be very careful who's on this Internet, too. Study the Bible for yourself. That's what I told him. Study the Bible for yourself. And that's what we need to do. We need to study the Bible for ourselves. We don't need to be following everybody and everybody's doctrine. We need to learn how to be disciplined and study the word and ask the Lord to give you the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Listen to a lot of their prince and stay out these churches. Acts 28:31, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which was concerned the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him, and unto the church in thy house, not these buildings. May the Lord Jesus of Nazareth bless you. Shalom to you. If you'd like to sow a seed, please do so. Amen. Whatever you give, the Bible says despise not small things. I don't believe in Pastor's Appreciation Day. I don't believe to tell you to sow a seed to get healed. That is, you'll never hear me say that. That's not biblical. Whatever you sow, do it as unto the Lord. First Colossians 3.17, whatever you do, do wholeheartedly as unto the Lord, not to man. Colossians 3.17 and 3.23, do it as unto the Lord. Don't let nobody take advantage of you. Study the word. Study thy self-approval. A workman who not need to be ashamed, but rightly correcting the word of truth. I don't do the uh, Shannon David Omega Man entertainment show. I'm not Babylon and see all this foolishness he be talking about. He don't even, he don't even speak in tongues. He doesn't speak in tongues at all. He said, I speak in it privately a couple of lines and you don't do it. You don't need nothing like that. Stay away. And when I got on this guy's station, I saw him with that Trump, man, he was Trump, Trump, Trump. Everything was Trump, 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 Trump. I've been knowing a guy, Brother Paul, for 14, 15 years. He told me he didn't want to hear nothing when I told him. Ramasamy is a Hindu. He got mad. I don't want to hear that. See, it's stubborn. He, he, he come out of a Baptist background. But, yeah, he coming for deliverance every week for 14 years. Well, you need to get, if you're hearing this, get rid of them demons of politics and loving Donald Trump. If you're so-called of a Christian, get rid of that. He don't want that. He want to keep that. That don't mean nothing to God, these politicians. And you people putting your trust, and yet you're coming to deliverance minister asking for deliverance, and yet going voting for some man who molested a woman. Donald J. Trump molested E. Jane Carroll, and they gave him $83 million. Get that woman, $83 and it will give him some more. He can't keep his mouth shut. And he's going to get hit with $370 million when this civil lawsuit coming. This man, the devil is using this man to force this country into civil war. I warn you, don't vote for this man. I am doing everything I can to pray against this. Don't do it. Because what's going to happen, even if Joe Biden wins the election and Donald Trump lose, he's going to try to make them go out and attack. And people go listen to this man. People follow Jim Jones like that. 
And you see what happened with that. Pat Robinson said, God's going to kill me because I didn't raise enough money. That ain't in the Bible. Kenneth Copeland said he need a jet because he has to go so many amount of places. You can get on a plane and save some money. Why don't he take that jet he bought from Tyler Perry and go feed his flock? They don't have no money. The time is supposed to be for money for people who are in need. And when I get in my settlement, thank God, it's going to be a lot. I'm going to bless everybody who blessed this ministry. That's how it's supposed to be. Christianity is not based on materialistic things. It is a personal relationship. Jesus said, sell all you got and follow me. Watch this. Where is it the Bible that Jesus said, sell all your possessions and follow me? And the man didn't. In Matthew 19, 27 through 29, the young man had kept the commandments from his youth. And what happened? The rich and the young man. You ever heard about that in the Bible? Well, look at this in Matthew nineteen twenty-seven through 29. Also, I got another one for you, too, before I close. In Mark chapter 10, verse 23, And Jesus looked around about and said unto his disciples, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? This is why this prosperity ministry ain't hitting on nothing to me, because I know it's straight from the pit of hell. I know it. God bless and shalom. Now, see, I got knocked off the air. The devil don't like this sermon. I got it right back on. Jesus' kingdom is not based on riches. There's a swap. T.D. Jake says he get a cut. Kenneth Copeland, now you listen to me. He's done but none but hypocrites. Look at the demons in Kenneth Copeland. Well, you, you, you caught me off guard. Now you see, <laughs> well, well, Lord, what to say? He ain't even know what to say. Jesus didn't ride around no Cadillac. See, riches messes you up. We're going to close because Christianity is not based on riches. Let's look at the last words of Jesus before I finish the sermon. I had to get back on air because I got knocked off. That's the devil. But I'm back. We're going to close with this sermon on Mark chapter 10, verse 23. And Jesus looked around about and said unto his disciples, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said unto them, Children, how hard is it for them? that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God. It is easy for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they will astonish out of measure saying among themselves, who then can be saved? And Jesus looking upon them and say, with men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lord, we have left all and have followed thee. 
And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, that there is now no man that have left house or brethren or sister or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospel. But he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time uh, houses and brethren and sisters, mothers and children and land with persecution and in the world to come eternal life. But many that are first shall be last and the last shall be first. Then Jesus told a man, go sell all your possessions. He didn't want to deal with that. See, if you got that in your heart, you got to get the, 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 the ministry, that, that prosperity stuff, that, you ain't carrying that stuff to heaven. Your Mercedes Benz ain't going there. You have work to do. Yeah, I ain't got time to be in no Mercedes Benz. I'm happy with my 2001 Ford. Taurus, right, this is good. I don't like all that glamour. I lived that before I died to it. If I had a lot of money, I'd send everybody that's in this ministry money. I'm going to be able to do it when I settle my case. Watch this before we close. Matthew 19.27. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? And Jesus said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in this generation with the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, and also shall sit upon twelve thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone that heareth and, and forsaketh house, brother, or sister, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or land, for my name's sake, shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. Then there's a, another scripture in the Bible that Jesus said that he asked the young man to sell it all. Where's in the Bible that Jesus told the man to sell everything and I'll give you eternal life? Now watch this. Matthew nineteen twenty one through 24. Jesus said, if thou will be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor. Ask Creflo Dollar to do that. Ask Jesse DePlanis to do that. Ask T.D. Jakes to do that. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Ask T.D. Jakes. Call him and say that. Say, sell it all. Jesus says that. So I'm not in this for money. And I don't like when the devil try to knock me off air. So I'm going to teach longer to show him something because I don't like that. Look at this. The young man said unto him, all these things have I kept from my youth up, which lack I yet. Watch what Jesus said. Then Jesus said unto him, if thou will be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasures in heaven, and come and follow me. Now, you know, that got my attention when I heard that. Because I want treasures in heaven. I don't want to be, I'm not, we, we like a vapor, James 4.14. Tell Creflo Dollar to go sell all he got. Tell Jesse DePlanis to go sell all he got. But when the young man heard that saying, he was not an old man, he was a young man. But when the young man Heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. 
See, people don't want to give this foolishness up. It's okay to have nice things, but don't idle it. Okay? Now, the next segment we're going to be teaching is why God don't want you to be rich. I'm going to show you a lot of scriptures, the damage of that. Why is it that these pastors are wanting to be rich? They want to promote prospery. And especially in Jamaica. I, I don't like prosperity preachers in Jamaica. Them people work hard down there. They work hard here in America. And they will put people in lines. When I saw that, I said, I got to get away from this man. And I said, Lord, you're going to show me a way to open it. And when that dude told me he had a, uh, a healing scripture for you to send in $190, I called him and cut a loose. Matter of fact, he wouldn't have enough man enough to meet me in his office. She said, okay, well, he just said take care because I wanted to deal with him. Then I saw some of these little trolleys want to speak to me and hear how you doing. Up in, and most of these people follow the man. They ain't following Jesus. Let, let, let them get out of line with their pastor. He'll cut their salary off. And see, what happens is they become controlling you instead of Jesus controlling you. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. That Jesus told that man, sell all your possessions. They ain't going to do that. Okay, I don't live for possessions. I had that as a drug dealer. I had diamond rings, gold-plated AK-47, paid $60,000 for a small plate of gold on that AK-47. Now, what did I do with that? Diamond rings, long hair, money, and miserable, because things cannot love you back. Do not be deceived with these pastors. God bless you. Again, sow a seed at www.livedeliverance.com. Give me a Bible. Don't come giving me nothing else. You can email, but you better have some scripture. And rightly divide the word of truth. Stop letting these people teach you stuff that's not in the Bible. Sit down and study the word. When ye read, the Bible says. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. We're going to see you tomorrow. And we're going to pick back up on this message on part two tomorrow at 830. You can go to www.livedeliverance.com. We're about to get ready to change out now. We had some music from Jermaine that would start today. And we're going to be running the only one who's raised three people from the dead, Derek Prince. You can also go to Derek Prince. We have a 24-hour-a-day radio station that only carries Derek Prince all the time you can go to www.livedeliverance.com and go hit youtube as a matter of fact as i'm talking to you i'm reprogramming it this thing stays on 24 hours and all i do is put Derek prince on because he's a good teacher i don't like nobody entertaining i'm not an entertainer i'm a teacher and I'm not attractive to ministers who like to entertain people and take their money. They're thieves. i tell you a story before I get off air. I used to date, and me and her are still friends. we we sisters in, in the Lord. Anita Tate, her mother was a speechwriter for Dr. Martin Luther King, and I met her coming from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and we dated for about three years. And... She carried me, well, another friend carried me to her friends. She said, come go to this church with me. Now, I was a gangster then. I, 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 I ain't know nothing about Jesus. I ain't know nothing about Jesus Christ back then. I was a gangster. And I kept a forty caliber locked. And I went to this church. This turned me off. 
they had Pastors Appreciation Day, Reverend E.D. Mosley, and they had food for the pastor, caviar, steaks, shrimps, lobsters. Oh, my God. Uh, $1,500 bottle of wine and champagne. And the mothers, poor older women, in the back, they gave them rice and chicken. I did not have the Holy Spirit. And my girlfriend at that time, we're still friends today, she said, but I had an old name I had to get delivered from T-Money. I'm, I'm not that now. That, that's gone. I pulled out my gun. I said, hey, man. And they got scared. I went to jail. It was, I said, I'm going to go to jail for this because I don't care. I told them, I said, hey, why y'all got these older women? Y'all giving us chicken and rice and Kool-Aid. And they can't come up front, but they clean the church up. They come to church all the time. They have A, B, C, alphabets. Your name and butler, you go clean the church. You got to put gas in that thing. I said, y'all don't give these people one dime. I pulled a gun in that church where they had pastors. I said, I'm going I'm to shoot you straight in your heart. Anybody move, I'm going to kill them. I said, put these older ladies, and I want them to sit there. The police was coming. They already called Atlanta police. And my girlfriend rushed outside. She said, my boyfriend went off. He has a gun. And I told him, I'm going to lay down on the ground, but they're going to eat first. I put them women in there. It took about 20 minutes for the police. I gave all those older women, 60s and 70s, 80 years old, y'all eat this. And, hey, come on, man. Eat this rice and see how it feels. I humiliated them. That's how these pastors are. That's not Christ. You ever see them uh, when they go and they teach, they go in cliques and clusters. They go to this church and they go here and they go backwards and forward. They're in a clique. I ain't in a clique with nobody. I pulled a gun. I wouldn't even say yes. This is wrong. And I knew that then. And now that I came to the Lord, I have a better understanding. I don't have to pull a gun on them, which I wish I could, because I did not like that even when I was in the world. Poor women giving them people rice and chicken and some Kool-Aid, and all of them got caviar. I said, Mama, you ever had any caviar? I, wouldn't, I had my gun sideways. Shut up, man. Say one word, I'll kill you. And I made them eat that food. When the police came, I put my gun down. My hand, I put my hand down. I ain't had no cocaine on me because when I was traveling with her, I ain't never carried no cocaine. That's why I never got arrested. I did my thing. I used to sell for, uh, for crooked polices, judges. I knew a lot of people, and I ain't going to say where I settled that because I want to protect them. They may be still doing that. I'm out of that. And I felt so good. And, you know, the police picked me up. They put me in the car, and they said, why did you do that? I said, sir, I'm not a preacher. I'm a gangster. But I can't see these people taking these older people money like that. You know what that officer said to me? He said, get out this car. I'm not sending you to jail. Don't let nobody know I did it. I did not go. I went, but he got me out. He said, no, I'm going to act like you're going to go to jail. God was looking after me then because I don't like that. And people right now that don't know the Bible are getting wiped out with their finances because of these so-called preachers with this prosperity message, entertaining you. Letting this saint, and when they want your money, they start to praise and worship. They get you emotional. And then they start doing the signs and wonders and get all that set up. Some of it's fake. And then they will get your pocketbook. Brothers and sisters have discernment of the Holy Spirit. We're going to teach that. 
Do not let these pastors send you to hell. Again, God bless you. I got knocked off the air. I got back on. It's a two statement since I got knocked off. And I want you to know that God does not want any of you to be deceived. Study the word. Get the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Stay in the word. Become meat with the word, not a babe. Because when they deceive people like that, they're children, babes. They don't know the truth. It's up to you. The choice is yours. Follow these preachers that go to hell or accept Christ as your Savior and study the word and get out of these churches. Get out of them. If they're not talking about scripture and righteousness where no man can see the Lord, holiness where no man can see the Lord, if they're not casting out demons, giving you a word. Oh, this one in Jamaica giving word of knowledge, the gifts of God does not come without repentance. Then I looked at him, he got in this big old van, all the family got in there. Those people paid for him to do that. He ain't had to be getting in no van. He could have took himself in a car and went home. You see, they need to regulate the church. They need some somebody to regulate it because they done went haywire with this stuff. I ain't never did that, and I never will. God bless you. Again, go to www.livedeliverance.com. You can also go to uh, www.livedeliverance.com and hit YouTube. Derek Prince is on 24 hours. I'm finna put their prince on live deliverance. I got them on two channels. God told me when I started this ministry, promote Derek Prince. I have been doing it, and I will do it until I die. If you'd like to sow a seed, please do so at www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand corner of the icon is a PayPal. And the reason why I got it always on the lower corner at the back, I'm trying to set an example that that's not first. You see pastors with these websites, they got the money here, sold here. Omega Man Radio talking about sold it here, bitcoins and selling cups. I don't have to do that. Just teach the word, and God will bless me. God bless you, and shalom.